ladies. My name is Holly Wright, and I am the host of the Her Podcast. Welcome, and thank you for listening and tuning in. We are on a topic for the month of April called April Fools, and my whole heart and vision behind this topic is really just to talk about rejection and being fooled maybe through friends, family, relationships, and just kind of how to set healthy boundaries moving forward after being fooled, you know, by people that you love and care about. So I'm honored to introduce you to today's guest speaker from Boston, Massachusetts. Her name is Ellen Collins. So welcome to the podcast. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm excited to have you on. How's your day? It's going well so far. How about yours? It's going good. You know, it's Monday, so I'm grinding away, but I'm excited. It's a new week, new opportunity to set some new goals. So I'm just excited to have you on and kind of hear your story today. So welcome and thanks for speaking today. Thank you for having me. So Ellen, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? I know that you live in Boston and you're a huge influencer on Instagram. So give us a little bio about who you are. Okay. Um, Well, (laughs) I wear many different hats. I'm a second generation managing partner for two local businesses. Uh, I'm a professional actress, a blogger, and a single mom. (laughs) So I have my plate pretty full. So boundaries are pretty important for me. Um, But I wasn't always very good with them. I'd say yes to a lot of things. I have a tendency to people please. So I had to learn how to be really fierce with my boundaries uh, a few years back. Gotcha. So you have your hands full. You're an entrepreneur. You're a busy mom and a single mom, which I so honor and respect that because I grew up um, majority of my life with a single mom and it's, it's hard work. So props to you, girl, just for, for getting it. So I'm, I'm excited about your story and just to kind of pick your brain today. Um, when it comes to this topic called April fools, you know, we've all been rejected and fooled by friends before. I mean, especially due to COVID, it's been super hard just to even make relationships, but, um, I guess my first question for you today, as I interview you, you know, before you jumped into wearing kind of like what you said, the mini hats, um, going back to Ellen, maybe in high school or, you know, after high school, before you experienced like all the gifts and talents that you have now, was there a season in your life where you were maybe rejected or fooled by someone you loved and it like really impacted the way maybe you saw friendships or just how to set boundaries. Is there, is there like a moment or season that you can think of? Oh yeah. I can think of several. Um, I think my earliest experience though was probably in the film industry. So basically I'm the type of person I color outside the lines as a female leader in a male dominated business and a size 14 curvy actress and model in the film industry. So in the film industry, it's the only thing where you can, you know, walk into a room and you are going to be judged immediately and it is acceptable. They can take one look at you and say, you are not right for this part. Don't bother auditioning. So you have to become very aware of who you are and capable of dealing with rejection. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be able to take constructive criticism, let things roll off your shoulders and I started doing that when I was really young. So I started doing acting back when, whew, back when I was eight. Um, so I've, I've done, <laughs> I've done a lot through the years. Uh, I didn't really start doing professional acting until I was older after college. Mm-hmm. And now 
I do a lot more, but I think for me, the biggest, the biggest issue that ever arose for me, or I'm going to say in this case, maybe the biggest case of false advertising Mm -hmm. was a relationship I was in. Um, So this individual, they basically made themselves out to be, you know, my dream man Mm -hmm. on on paper. It was everything looked good. Everything looked good, fit the part, but behind scenes, not so much. I feel that. Okay. Yep, exactly. And I went through a lot of hardships with him. Um, I survived a relationship filled with false advertising, substance abuse, and domestic violence. Okay. Uh, Which was, you know, it was very difficult. So I had to overcome those obstacles. I had to develop a growth mindset. And that's part of why I am so involved with encouraging young women now to become confident, well-informed leaders, Mm -hmm. as well as um, become fierce with their boundaries and really advocate for self-love and body positivity. Mm -hmm. Because if you can stand on your own and really love yourself and have that be your number one relationship, because that's the, you know, the one relationship you're stuck in your whole life. Yeah. uh, Then you're going to be in the best possible place, the best possible mindset. And you, if you're going through hell, you can just keep going and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I saw this quote the other day and I was like, as long as if you can love, you can't love other people and you can't reach your potential unless you fall in love with yourself first. And it was like this huge paragraph talking like not only just loving just your appearance and like your body and being confident of what you look like, but like your mindset, your heart, your gifts and talents, like everything. It's almost like we're, we're built like a, like an onion. There's so many layers of us. And I think so many people think like, Oh yeah, I love myself. And yeah, you can look great and have the best hair and best body figure and be fit and all that stuff. Like you can look, you get what I'm saying? Like the outside appearance, but what people forget about is like the mind, the mindset, like is your thoughts healthy? Like, you know, is your heart pure? Like, you know, your, you know, your personality, how you treat people, how you talk, how you speak, it all comes into mind with those different layers of ourselves. And it's so true. It's like, you, you have to really love yourself before you love other people. And when you do love yourself, all of you that's when, that's when you set healthy boundaries and then you attract better relationships, not only just in friends, but like dating, you know, because when you don't know who you are, when you don't know who you are and your worth and what you're and you know, where you're going, of course, you're going to attract those kind of people. And then kind of, like you said, you had to overcome that obstacle of getting out of that unhealthy relationship. And now you have such a passion of who you are, where you're going to influence other women. Um, what is some boundaries you've had to make maybe when it comes to dating or relationships, you know, after walking through that season with that guy and, you know, him being something that he was not, you know, when you came out of that, what are some healthy relationships that you could share with the girls that you've had to make to have better relationships or to attract, you know, healthier men, if that makes sense? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So for me, I've had to be really fierce with my boundaries and I've had to, maybe be over the top with them Mm -hmm. Um, so for me the first thing was like becoming aware of 
you know, my vices, identifying and vocalizing my limits Mm -hmm. and then tuning into my feelings and communicating them and start, you know, basically by starting saying, you know, I feel this way. Mm -hmm. And it sounds so silly out loud, but honestly, sometimes it's really hard to say like, I'm feeling overwhelmed. Can you please help me? Or, you know, I'm, I'm busy. I'm really sorry. I can't make it. Mm-hmm. It's not always easy because you don't want to disappoint other people. Right. But there's other things too. I mean, so for me, a big thing is being direct. And I saw this quote that I love and it's, uh, this isn't a bakery. We don't sugarcoat things here. Mm-hmm. 100% accurate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Another thing is, I think it's okay not to be okay. Yeah, I agree. Because um, we're human. Like, you, I used to, man, if I could go back to the old high school me and tell myself to stop trying to be so perfect all of the time, all the time. Like, it's not even, it's not life. Like, you're human. It's so okay to not be okay. And it's, I'm learning just the past two years, I would say for me, you know, learning how to vocalize how I feel my emotions. Because I'm the kind of person, like, I go, go, go. I hide everything I don't really tell people how I feel I just kind of like take care of myself and move forward but it's so not healthy like I think it's so healthy especially to have whether you have healthy girlfriends in your circle or you're talking to a guy to communicate those things because otherwise you're gonna get run over and no one's gonna know right absolutely communication and self-awareness is key yes I love it what about the past um I guess due to COVID has there been maybe an issue or season of your life the past like year that you've been fooled maybe it was by employees you know running a business um identity stuff you know in the acting world what is something that really rocked your world the past year you know maybe you've got fooled or rejected and you've had to like take a step back and you know set boundaries for that I mean if I'm being really honest I'd say the dating scene (laughs) Oh, girl, I'll tell you on that. <laughs> Can I just say this? Can I just say this? For all the thousands yeah. of women who are listening today, dating is hard. Like, it is not. I'm so old school and romantic, and I like the 90s movies where, like, the guy would just show up at a girl's door and ask, hey, you want to play? Like, you want to hang out? Like, let's go get food. Like, I have such an old school 90s mindset when it comes to dating, and I don't fit into this dating generation, girl. It's rough. Like, People don't communicate. They flirt through social media. I, I've tried online dating. It's not for me. It's like, it's hard, you know? Like, it's, I think communication is the biggest thing. Like, people, everybody's been hurt. You know, hurt people hurt people. But it's like, I don't know. I don't know if maybe this is just me. I don't know if this is you, Ellen. But I've just seen such a total different shift in the dating world the past two years of, like, people overdo it and just if they get offended they leave like no one communicates works things out and just does life together and grows and so I think the dating this is a great topic to talk about I think you know (laughs) boundaries and getting hurt by people that you're talking to or dating is hard what is what is something that you've learned oh there's a lot give me give me like your give me like your best two okay um I think the biggest thing is If someone ghosts you or they disappear, it isn't anything wrong with you. It's something that's internally wrong with them that they can't confront you 
and talk to you. It's like, you know, a, a pitfall in communication. Mm-hmm. Okay, ghosting. That's the amount of times I've been ghosted. Has I remember, this is funny. I laugh <laughs> about this now, Ellen, but um, back then I probably would have cried about it. I remember um, after getting out of my really big relationship about three years ago, I've been single for about three years. And mm-hmm. I, after, you know, after getting out of that relationship, my first year being single, I was like, all right, God, it's just me and you. Like, I don't want to date. I just need to heal. So I healed the first year. Second year, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to date. The first time I ever experienced being ghosted, I was I was oh, talking no. to this football player. He was an NFL football player. And um, yeah, girl, I like them athletes. <laughs> so I was talking to this. NFL, we went on a great, we went on like two dates. And they were both amazing dates. Amazing dates. Good communication. Like, laughed we were there for hours like I was like man this is too good to be true well I remember driving home one night I'll never forget this moment I had this weird gut feeling like I don't know something's just off like all these things seem great something's just off well I get home I'm sitting in my car in the driveway it's like 10 o'clock at night and uh I think I sent him a text or something the next day (laughs) I got ghosted I was like he un- oh, no. <laughs> yeah it was it was just a, I just remember bawling my eyes I laugh now because I've been ghosted a lot so it's funny now but yeah it's hard like that's you know you got fooled you got rejected and it's like those things are gonna happen um but I guess my next question for you is like you know through all the times you've been fooled or rejected what is like three points or three things that you can encourage these girls when it comes to those moments, like three things that you've had to learn, not only with boundaries, but three things that stick with you today that you could encourage the girls when it comes to, you know, these kind of issues. That's a really tough question. Um, so three things. Can you just say it one more time? Okay. So that? yeah, three things that really hit home for you. Maybe, you know, when it comes to, you know, being rejected and fooled the past few years and just being let down after let down, whether it's, you know, you lost friends or just guys ghosted you or just whatever. It could be even family. What are three things that that you've learned um, when it comes to, you know, sticking to who you are, moving forward with, you know, what you're called to do? What are three things that you've had to, like, learn? or hold captive to yourself to not let, you know, the offense or the rejection, you know, break you? I think the number one thing for me has been learning that I'm worthy. Mm -hmm, That's good. And having the self self respect to move forward with things that are healthy for me and let go of things that are unhealthy for me. Mm -hmm. That's good. I think another really important thing to remember is that for me, self-care isn't selfish. Ooh, that's good. Okay. I need to constantly put myself as a top priority. And I always tell people it's a bit like um, the oxygen mask mm-hmm. announcement that they do on the airplane, um, you know, put on your own oxygen mask before assisting others. Mm -hmm. And that's what you have to do with self-care. You have to take care of yourself before you try to help someone else. Otherwise you're operating 
on empty Mm -hmm. and you have nothing to give that's good and you're trying to force more and more yeah that's a good analogy I never thought about like that almost like like you can't pour from an empty cup you know I think and you had mentioned earlier in the podcast how like you used to be a yes person and say yes to everything and I think saying yes is okay but setting those boundaries because I used to do that for years just pour and pour pour and I was exhausted and drained and unhealthy and it's so I love that analogy that you used with the mask I'm going to use that moving forward um so you said you know self-care knowing that you're worthy what would be your third that everything happens in its own time it's okay to focus on different things in diff- at different times in your life. Mm-hmm. For me right now, I'm focused on my son, my career, um, and myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy with that. Now, if someone comes along and sweeps me off my feet, great. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not, I'm not actively seeking that right now. Right. Um, there was a point where I was and I think that was more troublesome because that's when I was constantly disappointed. I think it's easier to focus on yourself and your passions, and then you will naturally attract the kind of people that you want in your life. Yeah, that's good. Almost like I was talking to a girlfriend about this the other day. It's almost like we are on a track. Think of like a track, like at a college or Mm -hmm. a university or like people who run track and they have the different lanes on the track and it's almost like you have to stay in your own lane and run run your track, right? You have your baton, you're running in your route. And it's like you can't do life, not do life, or you can't have a partner to do life with if they're, you know, um, two routes behind you um, because y'all aren't, like, you're not running next to each other. So she was trying to explain to me, like, when it when you know that when you're healthy and when you're on your path running in your lane doing like your career focusing on your son and and yourself kind of like what you said it's like you're going to attract that kind of person who's also next to you in a in their own lane running their lane doing their thing but y'all are going to complement each other and run in the lane kind of next to each other because if you stop in your lane to wait for someone who's too you know, routes behind you, it's gonna, it's gonna stunt your growth. It's gonna hold you back. So it's like, you almost have to just do you. And I believe that God blesses that. Like God's going to send you someone at the right time and y'all are going to run the race together. It may look different and be different, but he's not going to be 20 steps behind you. Does that, does that, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's just the way that I see that a healthy relationship should be even in marriage. Like, you know, y'all can be different and have different skills and mindsets and all this stuff, but you almost have to complement each other and run next to each other because you're a team. Kind of like what you said, you got to take care of yourself. You can't, um, I think, I think, you know, a lot of girls, I've seen it personally, and I've done it in high school, we settled to be with somebody. And even if, you know, they're 10 steps behind us. We want the relationship, but we'll stop what we're doing just to have a relationship. And what we don't realize is like, we're stunning our own growth. We're stopping what we have capable of doing. So I think it's super awesome of what you're doing. You know, your career, your son and yourself is super important. And, you know, at the right time, God will send someone who's going to run next to you. So I'm super proud of you. Um, I guess my last question to wrap up this podcast when it comes to being fooled or rejected, um, 
what is, what is something that you are where, you know, you're in acting and you're, you have a lot of hats, but moving forward, what is like mm-hmm. one thing, maybe a goal that you have the next year that you can encourage us girls to move forward? Like after we've set the boundaries, after we've been rejected, give us like an encouraging word or joy or something that you look forward to after, you know, walking through what you did. I'd say the biggest thing to remember is never settle Mm -hmm. and that anything is possible. If you have enough nerve, you'll accomplish what you want to accomplish. Mm -hmm. That's good. I see a lot of stuff on your Instagram too, just about positivity, you know, just like body image and just like super confidence. Like when I had found you on Instagram, I could tell that that's like your whole heart. Um, you know, as we wrap up this podcast, what is like a song or a quote or something you can leave us with to help encourage the girls out there, whether, you know, just to have confidence in themselves? My favorite quote is by Winston Churchill. And I think it's very fitting Mm -hmm. with what we're talking about. If you're going through hell, keep going. That's so good. I love it. Well, thank you so much just for sharing your heart, Ellen. I'm super excited for you just to kind of see where you go. And I love everything that you do on social media and what you stand for. So I'm just believing the best is yet to come for you. You know, you're in the business world, you're on social media, you've got your hands, you know, in a lot of different doorways. So I'm super excited and cheering you on you know, the best is yet to come and just proud of you of the things that you've walked through, you know, that have got you for where you are today. Thank you so much. That's so kind of you to say. No problem. (laughs) Well, thanks girls for listening to the Herb Podcast. Make sure you connect with Ellen Collins. She is all over our Instagram page and Instagram. Give her a follow. Send her DM. If you are in Boston, Massachusetts, make sure to connect with her. She is a total babe. Um, Thank you, Ellen, just for speaking on today's show. And I'm just super excited and just excited to do life with you now. And just thanks for sharing your heart. Thank you for having me. Thanks, girls, for listening to the podcast and stay tuned for next week.